This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello and welcome to Pregnancy Confidential Week 11. Pregnancy, the ultimate relationship test. We're all nodding here (laughs) around the table. Pregnancy Confidential is a girlfriend-to-girlfriend real talk podcast from the folks at Parents Magazine, where we have your back and bump through all 40 weeks. I'm Dana Points. I'm the editor of Parents. And with me today is... Mindy Walker, executive editor of Fit Pregnancy and Baby. And Julia Dennison, the managing editor of the Parents Network of websites, including Parents.com and FitPregnancy.com. And Julia is right in the middle of this, as we told you last week. That's right. I'm still pregnant. Thank goodness for that. And Mindy and I have been around the bend a few times with pregnancies. And I, I would say pregnancy and the aftermath of pregnancy continues to put things through the ultimate relationship test. So this is a really good and rich topic for week 11 because it's really real by that point. You're really, really feeling it. You and your partner might be new to this whole pregnancy thing, but by week 11, it's you are seriously adjusting to the idea. Let's just say you, dear listener, will not be the only one with major mood swings happening during the uh, 40 weeks of pregnancy. <laughs> Is it going to be a test of your commitment? Will it make your bond stronger? I would say maybe a little bit of both, probably. But it's going to be more important than ever once that baby is in your life to have a strong and healthy relationship. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and and how you might get there or how you might be tested and, and have to overcome the test. But first, we're going to talk about our other favorite topic, which is how big is your baby this week. Last week, baby was the size of a kumquat. Well, this week, it's the size of a lime, which I think is kind of remarkable. And the next few weeks is when I think the size of the baby will surprise you as it kind of gets bigger. It almost like doubles in size, it feels like, wow. from week to week. So probably a kind of a smaller lime. lime what, maybe a key lime. Point. key lime. A key Let's lime. crazy. That's, yes, not one of those monster <laughs> limes. Or a Brussels sprout. A golf ball. If you want to go off the food route. That would be the bigger, to, at yeah. the bigger end, probably. Or a like a fig or something Mm -hmm. like that. There's lots of foods we can choose from this week. Mm -hmm. But if you want more details about what's going on with your baby beyond just size, but also developmentally, what's going on with the organs and how they're forming and how the baby's being nourished and all that, you can subscribe to our daily pregnancy email at parents.com slash pregnancy daily, and you'll get the scoop. Coming up in a moment, we're going to discuss how pregnancy impacts your relationship. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. So there are lots of ways pregnancy will change you, right? You're going to get stretch marks probably. (laughs) Your ankles are going to swell. Your feet are going to change in size. 
all that is understandable. There's a human being growing inside you, but you might have not really thought a lot about the fact that your relationship is going to change too. So strap yourself in. You're out for an emotional roller coaster ride. There are going to be times probably when you guys will feel like you're closer than ever and times when the sound of your partner snoring is going to make you run away. So I I thought we should talk about some of the things that you are feeling maybe now, Julia. I feel like right now my relationship's in a good place with my husband. We're really good at um, sharing the experience in a nice way. I like the app we're using because it's not just for the woman, but the man can also have the app and follow along at Which the same time. Which one is time. that? It's the Glow app. It will alert him when, you know, whatever's happening in my pregnancy. But sometimes, like, a little TMI as well. So in the app, you're supposed to, like... And I've kind of slacked off on this, but you're supposed to, like, register how much discharge you have and, like, details like that, which I realize, like, it doesn't need to go in the app. Mostly because he gets notified when I, it's like, Julia, this is some extra discharge today. <laughs> so um, not very sexy. So one thing is you got to get ready to get, like, all TMI with your, your your partner because it's a time for sharing and it's a time for oversharing, too. So if you're one of those people who, like, would never fart in front of your husband or, like, you know, wouldn't ever, like, tell him how, like, if you were feeling gassy, then I think that might have to change very quickly. And it does change very quickly in pregnancy. And I'm sure it has to change all the much more because delivery is probably the ultimate TMI. <laughs> yeah, just preparing you, kind of warming him up by yes. <laughs> telling him when you're feeling extra yeah. gassy. Yes. We didn't use an app like that. <laughs> Although my husband probably didn't really need any help to figure out when I was gassy. Mindy. You should let him know. That's right. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm a little bossy by nature. And, you know, pregnancy can tend to make you a little bossier because you are reading all this stuff about your baby and you're feeling so well-informed and maybe your partner's not reading about that much stuff. So it was a real reminder to me to bring them in. This isn't the time to make them feel left out. You want to try to, you know, I needed to tone down my little bossy attitude and make us both be part of that journey. Because that's, you know, I think that's a problem that happens once the baby's born is you want to try to be as interchangeable as possible instead of saying, oh, here's how you change a diaper. Here's how you make a bottle. And those are those, a lot of fights you hear about when a baby's first born. And like we are doing now, lay the groundwork now to, so that you don't end up in that place where you're kind of bossing them around about, you know, how to swaddle, the one way to swaddle. So you're going to have to work to kind of tamp down your own instinct to lead and make him really feel like he is a 50-50 partner or she is a right. 50-50 partner in this whole thing because you're going to really, both of you need to be there and support one another when the baby's actually there. Now, I thought this was really interesting because I didn't feel this when I was first pregnant, but many women do feel extra clingy and there is an actual kind of fear of abandonment that can occur early in pregnancy. Even if you've always been a very independent person, you might panic at the idea of your partner leaving or something happening to your partner during this time when you're sort of really vulnerable. And the flip side, of course, is that your partner might start to feel super protective Mm -hmm. of you. Like this morning, it's very foggy out. And um, my husband, as I left the door, he was like, it's foggy. Every time you cross the street, just make sure you double check. And so it's things like that. Yeah, it's sweet. But then I had the other way around too. not really clingy. But um, I remember he was kind of walking over to meet me at working at to cross this busy bridge. And I was just trying to remember how tall... (laughs) 
the, the like rail was in case he'd like trip. And so I was like, you know, had this weird paranoia about him crossing this bridge. It's interesting about the fog because, mm. I mean, that's totally something now that as a parent, I would say to my kids when mm. they're crossing in the morning to meet the school bus. Oh, OK. So, so he's training himself yeah, on this me. This is maybe evolution <laughs> has just dictated that, yeah. you know, he's he's in training for that stuff. Mm-hmm. How about sex? It might slow down. Let's be mm-hmm. frank. I think first trimester and right around now that you are 11 weeks is a tough time to get into the rhythm of things in the bed because a lot of times you're not feeling very well and you're feeling tired. But when second trimester hits, which I'm in now, you start to feel like yourself again. And I've heard that that's a really good time to get back in the swing of things sexually. I know Snooki said she loved pregnancy sex, mm. right? <laughs> so, I mean, it does. There's hormones. Everything's more sensitive. It's 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 good. Mm-hmm. Having a little bump can be more fun than sort of at 11 weeks where you are now where you just feel a little blah. Mm-hmm. Right. Just or 40 bigger. weeks where you're humongous. You mm. know, So it's going to get better. It'll get more fun. Right. <laughs> Maybe, you know, try to schedule it in if you, if you yeah. need to. And that's practice for having a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, there are probably some other things that you're going to want to talk about or sort out if you haven't already at this stage. We did this before we got pregnant, but, you know, what religion we were going to mm-hmm. raise the children in was something we, we talked through. There's a lot of financial stuff. You know, what is your maternity leave if you're working? What does child care cost? Because, you know, I mean, let's face it, it's the number one thing that couples argue about. It's, it's not like which swaddling method to use, but finances. Mm-hmm. So some kind of money management plan would probably be wise. Anything Mm -hmm. else? Well, I think a lot of people when they're pregnant even start thinking about baby's college. You know, that's a big Mm -hmm. thing we get about at the magazine is people ask, should I start saving now for college? And our advisors really say it's more important to pay off your credit card debt Mm -hmm. and to invest in your own 401k first, actually, if you get one So in other words, to save for your retirement because... You can't get financial aid for retirement. Right. Last, but, last yeah. I heard. I've heard there's not a lot of point to saving for college. Some some philosophies say that. I don't know. Later. later. I would say later. later. And it's a great place to tell people to channel the I'm baby still paying gifts. my student loans. <laughs> so how much do you think it's important that you, the pregnant woman who's carrying the baby and going through all these physical changes, that you go out of your way to make your partner feel good during this whole thing? Or do you feel like you should just be able to kind of sit back and it's his job or her job to make you feel good. I think in a great relationship, it stays the same, really. You should kind of make each other feel good the way you did before you were pregnant. Because if you're always expecting special treatment all the time, my goodness, that's exhausting Mm -hmm. for the other person. Right. Plus, there's going to be a rude awakening down the road Road. (laughs) when that baby comes because there's no special treatment for you. I also read that um, your partner can have crazy dreams during your pregnancy as well. And I've been finding that with Steven. He's been having a lot of kind of psychological working through his you know, how he feels about his parents, about his family, and it all tends to be about his parents and family. And I think it is a lot of working through how you feel about becoming a parent. Some men do actually have a psychosomatic Mm -hmm. kind of group of pregnancy-related symptoms. They get nauseated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Their belly gets bigger. (laughs) I don't know. As long as they don't grow breasts, I guess it's it's Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) So we'd love to hear how your pregnancy is affecting your relationship. You can tweet us the details at Parents Magazine and use the hashtag Pregnancy Confidential. This week's Relax You've Got This tackles the truth about your biggest pregnancy worries, how to ease them, and just how likely they are to happen. 
Raise your hand if you've felt anxiety already. I see Julia's <laughs> arm is in the air. It's super common to be worried, to fret about your pregnancy in the first trimester, especially when so many things are up in the air. But Julia helpfully pulled out a whole bunch of March of Dimes survey statistics so that we could talk through some of these risks and really get real about them and hopefully help you relax. So miscarriage, let's tackle that one first. By now, you've probably heard your baby's heartbeat. And once you hear this, this is so wonderful, and I wish someone had told me this Mm. when I was pregnant. Once you can hear the baby's heartbeat, you know, when you go for that test, your risk of miscarriage drops to less than 5%. So you're probably still worried if you haven't cleared the first trimester. But if you can't shake that worry, you can remind yourself that most miscarriages occur because of a chromosomal abnormality, and there's nothing that you can do to prevent it. So don't be worried if you're exercising or having sex or doing some heavy lifting. It's it's not going to cause a miscarriage. The other thing that people are very worried about, birth defects. Mindy, do you want to speak to that? You know, only about 3% of babies are born with a birth defect. You know, that, So that means 97% of babies born in the U.S. arrive without any major birth defects. So that's very reassuring. And many of that 3%, such as clubfoot or even some heart defects, are very treatable. Keep taking your prenatal vitamin like you have been. That has folic acid, which has been proven in studies to reduce the risk for neural tube defects like spina bifida. Eat that healthy diet. Don't drink. Don't smoke or use drugs. And, you know, don't eat undercooked meat or even like um, lunch meat, deli meat. I think that's a big surprise to a lot of pregnant women that that yummy lean turkey sandwich is actually not safe to eat right now because of the risk of listeria. And unpasteurized cheese, all the good cheese, basically. (laughs) So cross that good cheese off your list. So the undercooked meat and the other thing you have to avoid is changing the kitty litter. And and those may seem really randomly related, but they are related because they are both possible sources of this infection called toxoplasmosis that can lead to birth defects. The other thing people worry about is premature birth. And that is a legitimate concern, I will be honest. You know, the United States has had a a little reduction in its preterm birth rate in the last year or so. But when you look at the global statistics, we're kind of bad. And especially if you live in certain pockets of the United States, for example, the South is, is pretty bad when it comes to premature delivery. So the vast majority of babies in the United States are born after 37 weeks, which is considered sort of the the safer zone. 12% are born preterm, but 70%, so almost three quarters of the ones that are born preterm are born between weeks 34 and 37. So a super, super preterm baby is still more rare. So What you can do if you want to feel a sense of control, eat healthfully, try to maintain your weight, and we'll talk about that, and keep your blood sugar in check. Being overweight, having high blood pressure, or high blood sugar, diabetes, are all risk factors for prematurity. So you just want to do your best to to be healthy. Don't Um, miss those checkups, you know, if you have high blood pressure. Yeah, exactly. Don't miss the checkups. I didn't have any anxiety at all with my first child, but then she was actually ended up being born premature. But now she is doing terrifically. But what I did have is I had some spotting and cramping that when I talked to my doctor about, she was like, don't worry about it. And then my water broke. So my advice to everyone is if you have any spotting, if you have any cramping, just go see your, go see, yeah. go in, get checked out. I ended up having a UTI that was untreated. And mm-hmm. so that's what led to the premature birth. It's interesting if your first 
child was premature and it and there was an infection related, like at least you knew then the second and third child to take those steps, report any symptoms and 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 with my second child, I actually did have the same UTI again. And I'm not prone to UTIs, but somehow when I'm pregnant, I get UTIs, I suppose. I've heard that that's... And then I got antibiotics and it was all fine. So Mm -hmm. really, I just, I'm one of those people who thinks, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Pregnancy is not the time to do that. I learned that. Well, that's it for today for Pregnancy Confidential. Our producer is Sarah Abduraman. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Parents Magazine, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Parents Magazine, or Instagram at Parents Magazine. We like to keep it consistent. Mm -hmm. If you like the show, please tell a friend, a pregnant friend about it, and subscribe to us in Stitcher or iTunes or your favorite app. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a comment. We'd love to know what you think. And also, ratings help other people discover the podcast. Unlike other podcasts, you don't need to wait a week for the next episode. So if you want to see what the future has in store for you, besides a baby, of course, you can listen right now. 